Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, DJs! I need to tell you about MyBookie.ag. They are the industry's best online sportsbook and casino, and boy, do they have a deal for you. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN, and the fine folks at MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar up to 1,000 smackaroos. That is extra money you can bet on NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing, and of course, Major League Baseball, because baseball is back in full swing. And we want you all to hit a grand slam by betting, winning, and getting paid with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on? Uh, question. Is it, is it a contract year for me? Is it a contract year for you? Is it, am I in a contract year? Because I kind of feel like uh, you guys are setting me up for failure uh, in every episode that we do and that you're trying to devalue what I can get in the off season. That's what it feels like. Uh, you guys are just dragging me down, knowing that's a contract year for me, and I'm going to have no leverage whatsoever. So thanks. Appreciate that. I think he's uh, he's, he's uh, pulling a Mets player on us, Panther. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds like um, he wants to blame, uh, I guess, Arch is the league, right? Uh, set, setting certain standards or changing the rules or changing the toys that you play with. Um, yeah, Pete Alonzo came out and basically said Major League Baseball is manipulating the ball or changing things and uh, and then blaming on, you know, this this particular year, um, a lot of pitchers and a lot of shortstops are in their contract year and uh, that, that they think they're, they're changing the ball now to increase their stats, I guess. Um, one thing I don't like about the Major League Baseball, I'm going to make a really loose comparison, but they're fucking NASCAR right now. There was a time when NASCAR was the, the, they could do nothing wrong. They were the fucking poster child for sports. And then they started tinkering with the rules, tinkering with, and now they can't do anything right. Baseball is tinkering with their rules way too fucking much. I don't like it. It's the rules, it's the balls, it's the strike zone, it's fucking everything. And I'm kind of getting fed up. So Max, let's let's break that Pete Alonso accusation down. He says that they're manipulating the ball to affect players in their contract year, so they get less money. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So basically, they're saying when a, a, a big a big amount of pitcher, you know, free agents are about to hit the market, they juice the balls to devalue pitchers, and then when it's position players, hitters, they unjuice the balls so the position players and hitters have down years going to their contract season. It's a way to keep the salaries in check, apparently. Um, so Pete Alonso is the one that said it. However, if you, if you hear what he said, he's like, oh, yeah, a bunch of us players have been talking about that for a while. So it it's, it sounds to me that this hasn't this maybe Pete Alonso. <laughs> You know, uh, if you if you head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, in fact, uh, I believe it was Bake the Books, right? Um, he's he's he thinks that uh, that maybe Alonzo is protecting himself from from pitchers, right? You know, because a lot of the questions are about the foreign substance stuff, and he kind of evaded that, right? You know, he kind of said, 
ah, you know, the foreign substance thing, I don't really care about that. So he, he avoids getting hit in the fucking face like a, another Mets player got hit in the fucking face mm-hmm. earlier in this season. Uh, but listen, uh, you know, would it surprise me if Major League Baseball was doing that? No. I don't I don't think it's happening. Let me let me put that straight. I don't think that's happening. I think it's kind of along the lines of uh, you, you go with different manufacturers, you go with different uh, you know plants, you get different different calibrations, shit like that. Stuff does change, right? I mean, it's it's the whole uh, you, you go to a casino with friendly dice, right? They're they're slightly calibrated a certain way, and then other casinos, it's like ah, you know, those dice are a little weighted on one side. You could claim that it's the casino that's doing it. More than likely, it's a casino doing it. But you can also say the manufacturing plans that they're using are, are are different. And you can almost say the same thing about baseballs, right? You, you're, you're, there's different materials. There's different – you get a, a different uh, string type in a year. It could fucking totally change the dynamic of a baseball. Right. You know? So I, I, I don't think that there's any merit to what he's saying. But in the same sense, I, I wouldn't be surprised for Major League Baseball. <laughs> Well, remember Verlander was the one who started the whole juiced ball thing last. Oh yeah, no, yeah. two years ago, right? Two years ago, yeah. Because yeah. he said, you know, they, 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 baseball owns Rawlings, so you know, obviously they can tinker with the ball they want. But I mean, oh, so, but there's tinkering in, in two different ways. I mean, you think about this: there's creating a better product, right? Uh, there's there is this concept of you know, things change, right? Materials and uniforms are way fucking different than they were back in the 20s you know <laughs> they're, they're trying to find better ways for the players to be more comfortable out on the field and be better baseball players so if if you're tinkering with the aerodynamics of the bats or whatever the fuck it is that's going to change over time it's not going to be the same fucking wooden bat that they're carving from fucking trees you know in, in the natural right well and there was if you remember uh, i don't know if it's last year 2019 but you know they were admittedly um, it was the live ball era in minor league baseball. They admitted to having basically juiced up balls. I mean, and they're using an aluminum bath. The, the ball was just flying out of ballparks. Um, you know, I don't, I, they are obviously tinkering with the balls, tinkering with the rules, everything. Now, whether or not you can connect the dots and do the little conspiracy theory that Pete Alonso is alleging that they're doing it in, um, coercion with you know contract years and things like that. I don't know, but I really do think that baseball is fucking with the rules and the, the balls way too much. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, stop tinkering. Just <laughs> just let it be the way it is. Pick a side and go with it. You don't need to tinker around with it. You don't need to you know juice the balls up, juice the balls down, which they might apparently they're doing. I, I don't know, but. You know. <laughs> It's such a mess. It's such a weird mess. And, you know, because baseball is historically so uh, mum on everything, they're so hidden about what they what they do, what their goals are. It just is a perfect Petri dish for conspiracy theories. Oh, no, absolutely. I think uh, amongst the sports, it's probably the one that that allows itself to open up to more conspiracy theories. Uh, you have some in NBA, right, with the draft and the fixing of the draft and the uh, the envelope, the heated envelope or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> folded, yep. shit there, the folded envelope. Yep. Yeah, you got things like that in the NBA. Uh, the, the NFL, they're just outright villains. Yeah, they are. They, they, there's no conspiracy theory there. They're just, I, I mean, you, you have the whole collusion thing or whatever, but they're just outright, no, we're just evil. And fuck you, we're making money. <laughs> 
Mr. Burns would say, "Oh man, you need to lighten up a bit, <laughs> right?" You know, it's like, it's like I want to hire, I want to hire Goodell to run my <laughs> fucking nuclear power plant here. Yeah, my right. God, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Oh, good times. Baseball, hero, you're always your own worst enemy. All right, mm-hmm. let's get to work here, boys. We got a little bit of playoff game, and I'm excited about this one. This is really interesting to me. Here we go. Hey, listen, uh, the. Uh... Brooklyn Milwaukee series. Wow. You know, through two games, it is hard to imagine that the Bucks have a chance in this series. You know, e- even with the game shifting to Milwaukee, the Bucks shooting, particularly, and we we thrown them under the bus already. That's fine. Particularly Chris Middleton has just been bad. And and the Nets are absolutely hot right now. You know, they, they just ran a poll in the league that LeBron is the most hated player in the league, by the way. Oh, really? So, so I think we need to like ease up on LeBron. We have to be nice to him because we don't we don't want to agree with everyone, right? That he's the most hated player. He's changing his number too because of uh, that fucking Space Jam movie. Oh, uh, Jesus however, Christ. if Chris Middleton keeps shooting this poorly, I I do believe that uh, amongst fans of Milwaukee, he will be the most hated player. <laughs> he'll, he'll eclipse LeBron at that point. You know, I, I haven't looked at public and money. Uh, I, it splits in the NBA in, in a long time, right? For a while, I, I just said, listen, there's, there's no fucking reason to. Mostly because I would see that the public made, you know, did way better than the the sharp you know the the money did uh specifically even the sharp money was was off for an extended period of time in the nba but i decided to look today i I had i you know i had to peek i was like 99 percent it is pretty close (laughs) to that it is ridiculous i mean and the and the line is held consistently bucks minus 3.5 what you think about it is what home court plus a hook right could you imagine if james harden was fucking playing in this game this would be brooklyn as 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 a you know as a favorite and, and I'd argue that they should be the favorite. You know I'm going to side with the public here again. I'm going to side with the money here. I just think this is a nightmare matchup for the Bucks. They were one of the worst teams in defending the three pointer this season, and they're playing a team that led the league in effective field goal percentage and was third in three point percentage. I think that the Bucks are going to get fucking swept in this series. I think if Middleton bricks a few early threes, that crowd's going to turn fast on the Bucks. I'm going to lean the Nets. Only a lean. That's a mm. shocker. Um, yeah, look, I agree with everything that Max said. I, I don't see – I'm very perplexed on why the Bucks are even the favorite here. You know, the, the first game they lost by eight, and I, I don't even think it was that close. The second game they got absolutely obliterated, and it comes down to the three-point shooting, like Max said. The Bucks can't hit, and they can't defend. Um, and, and I think he's been a little harsh on Chris Middleton. Granted, he is the patriarch for the, the three-point shooting that they're sucking at. But the whole team is not doing well. They're right there at about 22%. And that's just not going to get it done against a team like the Bets, who can just push inside, outside. I, I, I'm just really stunned at this line. That's the only thing that's tripping me up is the line. I, I think there's a no-brainer to bet Brooklyn here. I'm just wondering why the hell Vegas has Milwaukee as a favorite. Maybe it's a trap. I don't know. I'm jumping in. Uh, money line bet, 25 bucks on the bets. Oh, boy. What are you getting here on the money line? Let's see. Not much. And that, that was, and that was my reason for not really doing it. I, 138. Yeah. That's, for three and a half, I, that's plenty. Oof. 
I'm, I, I'm, I'm on, I don't know what to do. I'm on the fence here. I'm debating between you know taking clearly you know fading everyone and taking Milwaukee because they're they're they're, they're the you know they're the favorite for a reason. I do have Brooklyn winning the game. I have them covering, but I'm this far apart from Vegas and where this line is. It gives me pause. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. I will bet Milwaukee here. Minus a three. Because of my book. Man. Because it doesn't make sense. There's something going on. It no, doesn't make weird. sense. No, yeah. it's weird. No, it's stupid. Everything yeah. is stupid in this. That's why I didn't want to touch it. That's why mm. it was only lean for me because something just seems like really fucking off. Yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I had some Chicago Cub money to throw around, Max, so I can, I can mm. do that. Yeah. All right. Next game. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers at the Utah Jazz. It took a Rudy Go- Gobert block to win game one, but a win's a win, right? And Utah has the best defensive player in basketball, and those are the plays he's supposed to make. But defense is not the only thing that Utah can do. You know, backed by a healthy Donovan Mitchell, this team is is pretty good offensively. They were fourth best in offensive ranking in the regular season. You look at this Clippers team, uh, they 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 just had that brutal first round series against Dallas where up was down, left was right. They couldn't win, you know, at home until the very end. Uh, and they managed to hang with Utah in game one. And that was despite fucking playoff Paul George going four for 17 from the fucking field. They shot better three pointer, uh, you know, better, better from three point land in game one. And that's the reason that they were to ha- hang in there. Which I guess is kind of expected, right? The, the Clippers were the top team in the league in the regular season in three-point percentage. But I don't think that they can rely on just their three-point percentage to allow them to hang with the Jazz because of the Jazz elite defense and the fact that Utah was third in three-point percentage in the league. And in fact, they were first in three points made per game, beating the Clippers by 2.5 more threes per game. So if the Clippers are thinking that what we did in game one is going to work to hang with the uh, Jazz in game two, they're going to be so fucking wrong. And I I do believe that the Jazz are going to get a more decisive win today. This is a team that lost only five times at home this year. One of them was a playoff, playoff game where Donovan Mitchell didn't play. He's playing tonight, and he's playing really fucking good right now. He is the best player on the court in this series. Sorry, not sorry, Kawhi. $15 money line bet on the Jazz. You guys remember last year when uh, Donovan Mitchell in the bubble was damn near unstoppable? Just just going nuts. And uh, we saw that in game one of this series. Uh, they had no answer. And Kawhi Leonard is widely regarded as one of the best defenders in the NBA. Uh, maybe they need to just maybe make sure Kawhi's on Mitchell the entire game, but I don't know if that makes a difference. Uh, everything that the Clippers did in this game or the game one uh, was just enough for them to have a close loss. And I agree with Max. I think that's pretty much who they are. I think the Jazz are deeper, better uh, at every position, and this game is a bigger. I won't say blowout, but a more decisive victory than game one. So agreeing with Max again, uh, 25 bucks on the Jazz. Oh, yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, I like Utah. I've got them winning. I've got them covering the three. So, yeah, I'm going to throw 20 bucks on the Jazz as well. Oh, boy. And let's see. We'll see if Max's predictions are right. Uh, this is going to have to be a this is going to have to be a, like six, seven game series for the NBA to be happy. And that's that's my whole thing. And that's that's why I'm looking at this Brooklyn Milwaukee game. It's like, you know, 
can the NBA afford for Milwaukee to be swept and humiliated once again in the playoffs? Mm. I, I I don't know if the NBA can afford that. So here's here's where the conspiracy theory, the fucking X Files music stuff can start playing. <laughs> All right, hockey. What you got, man? Panther, you said you wanted to talk about hockey real quick, so I'm going to give you the floor to talk about hockey real quick. Well, I want to talk about, okay, so the Islanders uh, wrapped up that series God last damn. night against the Bruins. Wow. Um, hey, Max couldn't blame anybody for taking the Islanders. I did. But look, listen, we've been talking about Vegas. We've been talking about Colorado. They're playing tonight. We've been talking about Florida and Carolina and Tampa Bay. Here's like the NHL fucking nightmare about to happen, right? We're headed for a Montreal New York Islanders Stanley Cup final. <laughs> no, no nightmare. What are you talking about? I, the, the best, the best teams don't tend to have the best fan bases. The Islanders, people would watch. That's the true. Canadians. If Montreal made the fucking Stanley Cup, I guarantee that would probably be the most watched Stanley Cup in ages. Two classic teams, the Islanders and the Canadians, meeting. And I think, I think the NHL is salivating right now. <laughs> They're not going to have the glitz and glamour of those, you know, high-scoring Colorado Vegas games. But a lot of those hockey fans, they don't fucking care about glitz and glamour. They care about tradition. Montreal Canadiens making the cup that would be huge. Oh, it would be huge. But I'm just saying, like the dominant teams, like all season long, probably. I'm not going to say probably, but there's a chance they don't make it. I think um, that just makes these playoffs even more interesting, curiouser. Is that oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, th- th- these playoffs have been fantastic, and we're in for another big one tonight. Max? Yeah, listen, man. Um, Vegas Golden Knights at home with a chance to finish off a, a very big upset closing out the series against the Colorado Avalanche. You know, I liked both teams heading into the playoffs. I have I have futures bets on both of them to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> uh, but I admit, I, I thought Cal- Colorado was going to win this series. I thought Colorado is the better team. And especially after game one, everyone's like, ah, oh, the series is over. But, you know, Vegas, they went back to their trusted goalie. They went back to Marc-Andre Fleury in game two. And ever since then, they have been so much better. They have been the better team than Colorado. Uh, you know, Flurry's goaltending has been elite. Uh, Grubauer's has been competent, right? He's been good. Part of it's not his fault. Uh, Colorado's defense just been shredded by Vegas. Uh, the, the the Avalanche are being beaten in expected goals. We're talking five on five expected goals, three to one ratio. Vegas is getting better shots on goal on a three to one clip. And they're getting the high danger shots, those ones that are typically a higher expectation of scoring a goal. Vegas is also beating Colorado at a three to one clip. And it's it's ridiculous uh how, how many high danger shots Vegas is getting. I'm surprised Grubauer hasn't given up you know more goals in this series. I don't think any of those metrics are good for Colorado. They're gonna be on the road in a packed Las Vegas uh arena, you know, and I just don't see the avalanche coming out of this with a win a $20 bet on Vegas. They're going to close out the series today. I was one of those guys that after the first game and even the second game, I thought, man, this is going to be a four game sweep. Colorado's got them. Vegas wasn't looking that great, but then they returned home and the, you know, <laughs> Panthers, right? Theory, uh, that, that home crowd advantage in Vegas, ever since they even opened up a couple of years ago, it has been one of the most intimidating places for anybody to play. The fans show up. 
It is raucous. The atmosphere is just incredible. And I think that is going to be a huge factor for the Golden Knights. They definitely are going to want to win because they don't want to go to Colorado for a game seven, uh, even though you're absolutely right. They're outplaying Colorado right now. And a lot of that has to do with Mark Andrew Fleury, who's basically only giving up two goals a game. So if Colorado has to get to the four or five mark to win this game. I just don't see it happening. Agreeing with Max again, 20 bucks on the Golden Knights. I think that's the play. I think that's absolutely the play. I might, I'm, sh- I'm showing that Vegas is going to win. They're going to take care of business, and they can cover the minus 132. So I think Vegas is, uh, is the move here. Crazy. Exc- exciting. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Vegas versus Montreal. Islanders versus Tampa. I mean, this oh – God, man. Playoffs are so damn good. <laughs> Montreal is one of the original six teams, right? The, exactly. Yeah, right. Okay, and that's yeah, what I'm saying. Is yeah. it, so you get Montreal in the Stanley Cup, and and I tell you, all of Canada will will basically turn. Even, even you know Toronto, Winnipeg, they don't fucking care. They'll be rooting for Montreal, the yeah. Canadian team, making the cup. Absolutely. That's true. Although, you know, the, you know, I, fa- I found that Canada does not necessarily love uh, you know French speaking Canada. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But when it's Canada versus the U.S., they they tend to you know they tend to back their own. Unless it's Vancouver. Because who the fuck likes Vancouver? <laughs> All right. I think I need a little breather here to make sure our baseball lines are up to date. All right. Have you ever wondered what it's like to have high expectations every April only to see your season in the toilet by the summer? Well, then you may just be near elite and didn't even know it. You can be like Zach Wheeler, who's on the mound today, and celebrate your near eliteness with the DGen near elite brand of T-shirts. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the Degen shop, buy a shirt, maybe a Moneyline Mafia hat. You can impress your friends. You make the ladies moist. But most importantly, you go full Degen. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, baseball. What have you got today, Max? Let's see. Let's start off uh, talking about Zach Wheeler and his near eliteness as the Atlanta Braves are in town to close out the series with Philadelphia. Hopefully, Zach will get more run support than his uh, Zach counterpart did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he still got the win, but uh, it, was, it was a close one. 
you know, Phil is just so hit or miss when it comes to scoring, right? They're either producing way too many runs or way too few. And averaging out looks pretty good on paper. It's like, yeah, yeah, it averages out well. But, you know, 12 runs one game and two the next is not a way to live on a day-to-day basis in Major League Baseball. But they are a solid team at home. Braves continue to struggle on the road. I like the Phillies to close out, win the series today. $10 bet on Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm not on this game. I, I had it too much of a coin flip. I'm not. I think they're two evenly matched teams and two evenly matched pitchers. I'll give the slightest of edges to the Phillies just being at home. But like I said, I'm basically off this game. Yeah, I have it basically a coin flip game too. And with uh, the Braves catching plus 133, well, greed takes over for me. So I'm going to throw 11 bucks on the Braves here. Oh, man. Wow. Houston at Boston, you know, I hate betting on sweeps. I really do, but Road Granky, he's going to convince me otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. Dude's mm-hmm. got a 1.5 road ERA coming off consecutive road starts where he's pitched eight or more innings and only given up one run. He's had one iffy start lately. That was against his former Dodger team. Other than that, the dude's been fucking lights out. I think yesterday's was Boston's game to win. And they fucking lost eight to three. <laughs> They've been outscored in this series fifteen to four. I'm betting the Astros ten dollars on Houston. Yeah, this one kind of pisses me off because I've been on Boston two games in a row. These assholes owe me, but this probably isn't the game where I'm going to get paid on Boston. I agree with everything Max said, particularly with Grinky. I think the thing that actually gives me slight pause is how long can Grinky keep it up because inevitably even a good pitcher like Grinky is due for a blow up and the Red Sox do have the sticks that could put it together at one time. But uh, I look, I like Grinky uh, and the line. I mean, there's really no chalk whatsoever. So I almost wonder if it's a little trappish, but um, I agree with Max 20 bucks on the Astros. All right. Well, here we go. We got a kiss of death going on here. So I agree. I think Astros are the play. Just a few minutes ago, they were a plus line. Now they're minus 101. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. yeah, there we go. 11 bucks on the Astros. All right. Hey, uh, you know, yesterday, if you downloaded yesterday's episode, we talked about Toronto at the White Sox, and I bet the White Sox and Art to them about Toronto, and I immediately turned around and was like, well, there's a loss. Well, I was right on that one. So I, I missed on Chicago yesterday, so might as well try again today. You know, Ryu got lit up in his last start against the Astros. I'm hoping that the White Sox can do maybe not as much damage as, as that, that last game that Ryu pitched, but enough damage to, to keep them in this one. Uh, D- Dallas Keuchel is quietly having a pretty good season, right? I think he's 4-1. and one. His ERA is a little high. Uh, at home, it's, it's, it's a little bit even higher, but he's coming off arguably his best start of the year. Maybe that's a sign of, of things to come here. I like the White Sox to close out the series with a win, so a $10 bet on Chicago. Well, we got the rubber match here. They've split the first two one-to-one. I think I've been on the wrong side of each of the first two games. One of those games, we were talking pre-show where I alluded to, I'm really cautious about Thursday games because I think guys uh, sit on Thursday. It's a travel day, things like that. And I'm really concerned about Toronto here. If Vlad Guerrero were to uh, not play, uh, particularly Vlad, who's, who's having an MVP season. Um, but I think he's young enough. I think the kids, Toronto's young enough. I'm, I'm hoping they play. They expect him to play. Keuchel, as good of a season as he is having, is hittable. And he's not really a strikeout pitcher. He's, he's a little more of a um, 
off-speed guy, and I think the Blue Jay lineup can get to him. So I'm trusting the Blue Jays to bail me out here. 20 bucks on the Blue Jays. All right. Yeah, I'm going to flip-flop. I was on Toronto yesterday. I'm on the White Sox today. They're catching plus 104. I do have them winning, so this is you know a nice bit of value, I think. So 11 bucks on the White Sox. I got one more Ooh. I want to talk about. That is the Kansas City Royals at the Oakland A's. You know, different California team, same fucking Kansas City Royals. They've <laughs> lost five in a row, got swept by the Angels. It's it's I, it's hard for me to imagine that they're going to break that streak today in Oakland. Uh, A's have looked more consistent lately. Uh, I'm not a fan of Montes, especially at home, but I think he's going to give enough quality innings to allow Oakland to get the win today. It's, a, it's probably my chalkiest one on the day. Uh, uh, you know, actually... Maybe Philadelphia. This, this is probably the chalkiest. Uh, Ten dollar bet on the A's. I, I think they get it done. Yeah, I can't even disagree with anything. I, there is nothing about the Royals alike. I tried to get on them because I thought they had the pitching matchup advantage a couple of different times. But um, look, even if the pitcher could pitch a zero, this damn Royals lineup cannot generate any runs whatsoever. They look absolutely lost out there. Um, and even though at like what minus one fifty three or thereabouts. In this game, I don't even think that's too chalky. So, yeah, 20 bucks on the athletics. All right. I'm leading the A's here. I just couldn't quite get there. So, just just a lean for me. It's not the playoffs, so the A's will win. You probably guys, you guys will cash it. <laughs> Those are my five plays. What else you got, Panther? Let's take a look at the Brewers and the Reds. I know you guys have kind of been on one side or the other throughout the series. We got Freddie Peralta and the much-talked-about and maligned Luis Castillo who pitched really, really well his last outing. He looked like vintage Castillo, but I'm not giving him a pass. His whole season outside of that game has been a And Peralta is a strikeout pitcher. The Reds strike out a lot. I think Milwaukee can get it done. I'm going to put 20 bucks on the Brewers. And to clarify, that was four picks in case Arch is freaking out. as like, what pick did I miss of Max's? I had four. So. You had four. I had four, not five. Uh, I This was almost five, though. I, I like Milwaukee here, too. I, I agree with you, Panther. Uh, one game does not make an ace pitcher. right? Castillo's got to prove himself that he's he's got out of this funk. He's had more bad games this season than he's had good games. So until he can prove otherwise, uh, Fade City, 6.16 ERA mm. at home. I uh, don't don't like that Peralta uh, slightly a higher ERA on the road, but having a sensational season. I I, I do think that the play is Milwaukee here, um, but I've been wrong on Milwaukee way too many times this season. Uh, just a lean on the Brewers. Sorry, Panther. I'm on the other side. I like the Reds today catching the plus 101. I do have them winning the game. I think Castillo, you know, next time he pitches, you're going to say, well, he's had two good games in a row. Uh, so 11 bucks on the Reds. Well, if he gets two in a row, then I might give him a. I might apologize to him like I did Mr. Gomber. How's that? <laughs> uh, let's have a look at the Yankees and the Twins. You guys faded me yesterday in my Garrett Cole play. Looks pretty good without any help from residue or whatever it is. I don't know. I didn't see him get pat down once in that game. Like no one approached him. No, no one was checking him out. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I did notice Josh Donaldson uh, was wearing rib protection though. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Did you see he was wearing rib protection when he oh, was that's batting? Funny. But, uh, that's good. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, but look, today, that's not the best pitching matchup for the Yankees. They're going to throw Matt King out there, and he's not been very good. But the thing I take away here is how bad the Twins have been. Um, Jay Happ's pitching decent enough, but the Twins' offense just can't get out of their own way. I'm worried that the Yankees might bench some players. 
i.e. Giancarlo Stanton, who had a big night last night. But uh, I, it's not chalky, and I, I really I just hate the Twins right now. So 20 bucks on the Yankees. A question for you guys, uh, AL Central, who's in last place? Is it Twins? Is it, twins. <laughs> is it the Tigers? No, it's, it's the, the goddamn Twins. twins. Yeah, it's the Twins, yeah. It is the Twins. The Twins are worse than the Tigers. I mean, come on. This this is just ridiculous how bad they are. This I, I'm I'm astounded at the awfulness of Minnesota. I I, I really I don't think they have a chance. I, uh, King could give up fucking ten runs in the first inning. I still think Minnesota <laughs> loses. I'll lean the Yankees. Yeah, I'm leaning the Yankees here too. Just a little too chalky. I maybe I'm overvaluing the Twins slightly, but I, I'm off this game. All right, one more for me, and this is, and admittedly, this is a lottery ticket, but I can't see the freaking Miami Fish being minus 210 against anybody. Anybody. And the Rockies are going to catch a plus 190. Now, now I get it. Rodgers has been stellar, but the Fish have really struggled to put up any runs. The Rockies haven't been exactly great. It's a lottery ticket. I don't know if the Rockies will win but I don't trust the fish at all. So I'm putting 20 bucks on the Rockies. Yeah. In the schemes of lottery tickets, uh, it's, it's not a terrible one. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel, I do feel like the Cubs lottery ticket yesterday was, was pretty much a fucking lock. I, who the, God damn it. But, but today you're looking at the, the, the best value on the board. It might be Colorado. And I know they only have five road wins on the season, but they actually have what, what they call an offense. <laughs> I don't know if Miami has such a thing. So, uh, yeah, big time moral support value on Colorado. I'm leaning with you pretty hard. Maybe I should have bet the game because it's dropped from 192 or so to one plus 180. So something's going on there. So you may have a a really good lottery ticket going on. Yeah, well, we could put the fish against the Royals and the over-under be five. Be like a hockey sport. Uh, That's all I got. That's it for me. You guys hit every game I like. So there's no more games to talk about. Uh, we talked about baseball, basketball, hockey, Max, but that's it. That is it. Make sure to download DJ's app for Android or iOS. Listen to anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating. Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. We're going to take you home with a kiss of death parlay. We agreed on the Utah Jazz. We agreed that the Golden Knights wrap up the series. We agreed on the Houston Astros. We're going to put those three together today, and that'll be your Panther kiss of death parlay. We'll probably lose all three. Uh, Look at the the screen. Somebody else has got a lock out there for everybody. Uh, Yeah, Panther betting on Vegas, so take the abs. (laughs) I I thought about that when I bet on Vegas. Like Nobody's brought that up, but... Thanks, thanks a lot, Gerardo, for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, but that'll that'll be the Panther Parlay for today. So jump on the website, jump on the app, click on that social degeneracy tab, shoot the shit with us, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.